my friend asked me the other day if French onion soup was my favorite soup. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, I just feel like you do know. And it is because <laughs> every time I see you get soup, it's French onion. And you're the only person I know that has French onion soup on a more regular basis. Hello, and welcome back to Take a Moment, a Bachelor podcast. For Paulina's friends, I'm Annalise. And for Annalise's friends, I'm Paulina. Paulina, what's up? What'd you think of this week's episode? I actually liked this week's episode. I thought it was pretty good. What about you? Yeah, I did too. I thought we got a good mix of everything. Um, I feel like the Bachelor Bowl is becoming a staple date. And, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit more later. But I actually really like that. I like having a... uh, Mm -hmm like an event to look forward to every season yeah no I think Bachelor Bowl is a fun addition and I like the little like promo yeah like the highlight reel Uh it was really fun um yeah I agree overall a really enjoyable episode um we start off with Zach talking to Sean Lowe again do you like having Sean Lowe as like a recurring character on this season basically (laughs) I like don't understand why Sean Lowe is a recurring character, but I don't think it takes away from anything. I agree. Yeah, I think I appreciate that they're trying to, they're being very intentional about marketing this as a more traditional Bachelor season. And I feel like they're following through on that um, by having Sean there in part. I feel like it's almost as if he's giving his blessing that this is going to go well. This is going to be back to the way it used to be in terms of the lack of artificial drama and more organic stuff. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to just keep having Sean come on seasons after this or if they're going to swap him out for somebody else. Well, it used to be like Ben Higgins that they would bring back. Yeah, for a long time it was Ben like every single time. (laughs) <laughs> just because like Ben's a sweetheart Sean's the same energy but also like the only successful bachelor so I was gonna say I think they brought Ben out as much as they did when they did because he was still with Lauren and I feel like we haven't seen him as much since they broke up right mm-hmm. they were I think they were really banking on him marrying Lauren I think so too I'm still sad that they didn't they didn't make it, but that's what happens when you tell two women you love them and aren't super upfront about that during the process. But alas, they're both they're both married with you know they're starting their own families, which is good. So, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think Sean's a good good one to kind of bring back. That was one of the first seasons that I didn't actually watch live because I started with Jason Mesnick. I like skipped Sean Lowe's season for some reason. And had to go back and watch it later. And I felt like I missed out, honestly. That's so interesting. I would have pegged you for having watched Sean's season live. And I always forget that you didn't. Yeah, it's it's literally the only one that I, from Jason Mesnick that I didn't watch live. So maybe if you stop watching the show, they'll actually end up with their final choices. <laughs> oh, maybe I have that power. It's you. Hi, you're the problem. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. It's because men make terrible decisions. Um, so we start off with Jesse, Brother Palmer coming in, making a big deal about how the first date isn't today. It's tonight. 
I do like that he gets his Chiron again. I hope that's a mm-hmm. recurring thing throughout the season. I think it's funny. So he has at least one person who thinks. The joke I is. also think it's funny. So he has at least two, two <laughs> fans. <laughs> um, so Katie gets the one-on-one date. They go to some sort of a natural history museum and have dinner and get to spend the night. Um, how do you feel about Zach having an overnight date this early in the season? I feel like this isn't the first time they've done that. No, it's, it's not. It's uh I always think it's like kind of weird, but I also feel like it's so innocent. Like it was a night at the museum. Like it's not like they were having full on fantasy suites. Right. I've heard people compare it to two different pop culture references. The first is obviously Night at the Museum, but the other is Ross and Rachel's date where they sleep together for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's very much more Night at the Museum than Ross and Rachel. I I think it is going to put kind of a target on Katie's back though. Like for sure. Based on just how people reacted to like Christina meeting his family. That was an afternoon. This was a full night and she came back in pajamas I didn't even think about that they had two very serious monumental dates back to back that's so interesting like I feel like they normally space those things out a little bit more but they were no we're going to find a way to make these women start fighting with each other right they're getting along too well right now we need to we need to make them stop that <laughs> Yeah, I think that the fact that it was so innocent does help a lot. Um, I know that Jason and Molly did a similar one-on-one date on their season. And then at the end, once they got back together, the show gifted them the tent from their (laughs) state. Um, And I believe, if I'm remembering Bachelor Data's post correctly, I believe that was episode four rather than episode three. So still pretty early, but a little bit later. I think this is the earliest they've ever done this date. Um, I I loved this date. I would 100% want to do something like this. Yeah, I think this date was cute. I think it was a fun, like it feels pretty lighthearted. I'm into it. Yeah. They did a, um, I know on Michelle's season, they, she and Clayton had the museum all to themselves too. And I really liked that date too. I guess I'm just a museum girly. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like you grew up around a lot of museums. It's almost like I grew up around a lot of museums. (laughs) You are correct. Um, Katie just, Katie's the one who says that she dates intentionally, right? Mm -hmm. Or with purpose, excuse me. She just the way she speaks continues to confound me her lines this week included I'm somebody who loves experiences and I've never done anything romantic in my whole life she has like a very like innocent girl persona yeah but like almost the point that you're I don't know if I believe (laughs) what you the only thing you can say right now is I love experiences like there has to be more to you. Right. It's like she just like wandered out of a bubble. Mm-hmm. Like she hasn't been in the real world for long enough to not understand that saying something like I love experiences is extremely bizarre. I mean, Harry Styles did get away with saying oh my God. the movie really feels like a movie. 
somebody <laughs> on Twitter wrote like, well, at least when he accepted his award for album of the year, he didn't say, I love that this award really feels like an award. <laughs> but that's what Katie kind of reminds me of his Harry style, like just the like sweet innocence of being like, it really feels like the thing that it is an experience that's an excellent comp thank you for making that what else happened on this date I feel like we didn't learn that much about Katie or Zach but it's very clear that they're super super into each other I would say the same like I feel like I couldn't tell you much about Katie from their date I don't think they had any like big conversations I could really recall from before bed whatever (laughs) Right. The only thing we really learn is that she was in a seven-year on-and-off relationship with a guy who didn't treat her very well, which, girl, I'm sorry, that objectively mm-hmm. sucks. But yeah, they don't, they don't really talk about anything during the dinner portion. Their chemistry is like, you, you can see it yeah. more than anything else. And I feel like Zach's big with chemistry. Definitely, yeah. The same way, like, Rachel, we said with Clayton, like, their chemistry was something you could clearly tell Zach seems very similar that we're gonna know who he's into yep pretty clearly yep I absolutely agree I feel like the way that they interact with each other and the way that they're both so comfortable without really scratching the surface maybe they're perfect for each other they could be I I'm like a fan of this pairing yeah me too they seem they seem good together I also just liked that they got the shot of them getting into the tent together and immediately pushing the two little cots together mm-hmm. to make one normal-sized bed. <laughs> oh, cuties. Our cuties. Katie comes back the next morning still wearing her pajamas from the night before. Very cute pajamas, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cute pajamas. I wonder if they actually sell those in the gift shop or if the production team just found really cute gender neutral pajamas that matched but well done either way Mm -hmm. Uh, Katie comes back to the house and she kind of implies that they boned but I feel like they didn't because she's saying things like I got no sleep like I'm so tired we didn't sleep at all Um, how do you feel that she played this situation where she's talking to the women about her date I think she's being so purposefully vague. It seems like such a sweet, innocent Katie. No one could think she's doing any wrong. She's just, she doesn't want to give you too many details about the date because she doesn't want to upset other people. Yep. But she's not correcting people either. I don't think they (laughs) did anything except talk too much and make out a lot. Exactly. Yeah. There's, There's no way they did anything beyond making out. Like, I will eat my hat. Do I have hats? Yeah, I have hats. I will eat my hat if they did anything beyond just making out. I don't know. I just feel like she knew what she was doing by like not giving more information. She's like, I'll let other people come to their conclusions, but I'm not going to say anything, which was like kind of smart on her part. Yeah. Like a little manipulative. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like she is more strategic than she may seem. Mm hmm. I'm hoping that she did give a few more details and they just cut them out when they were editing the episode. Just because exactly what you're saying, if she is that vague and cagey about it, she's she's got a huge, like the target that was on her back from when she got selected for this date just got twice as big. Mm -hmm. I feel like the women don't trust other, historically the women have 
become extremely distrustful of people who are cagey about what happened on their dates, like Ari's season crystal meeting his family and like not telling the women what they did. I mean, I think that's the same thing that like started Christina's downfall was she didn't tell everyone that she met the family. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So clearly you have to be more direct about what's happening on these dates, even though people say they don't want to hear it. They do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's nothing worse than seeming fake or like you're lying or like you're intentionally withholding information like that's just a death kiss on this show Mm -hmm. anything else that you found noteworthy with katie's date not really i feel like we really covered it all because again we didn't learn a whole lot about them to like discuss except their chemistry is good and if katie avoids being public enemy number one after this like if she's doing something right and i would love to know what same yeah yeah i wholeheartedly agree after Katie's date, we get Bachelor Bowl 5. This is a large group date, and it is a football game. On the date, we have Ariel, Mercedes, Kylie, Anastasia, Christina, Bailey, Genevieve, Brooklyn, Brianna, Jess, Catherine, who is now going by Kat, um, mm-hmm. Davia, Gabby, Charity, and Greer. Ooh, massive list. Um, do you think that they picked this date for this week because they knew that it would air the week before the Super Bowl I hope so I think that's funny like I think that's a good like if they didn't plan it it's a fun coincidence I think so too I really hope that they planned it because that would that would bring me joy do you like the bachelor bowl when it happens I always like bachelor bowl I feel like I think it's a fun date I don't always love the forced violence but yeah I think it's like a fun way to get everyone like pretty competitive in like a normal way. Like <laughs> they do so many like photo shoot dates and stuff that like, I don't understand. Like abnormal ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think that they don't, it doesn't need to be tackle, especially with the women um, who, you know, there just aren't opportunities for women to play football the same way there are for men when they're in, you know, in high school and stuff like that I think it might have been Game of Roses where they talked about how you're trained how to tackle and how to handle being tackled when you play football in you know middle school high school little league situations like that and the women just don't have those opportunities so it's more dangerous when they don't know what they're doing and they don't know how to receive a hit Mm -hmm. I think if they just did like touch football, people would still get pushed over and it'd accomplish the same thing. Uh, did love that they had proper equipment this year though. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and the, the helmets were fun. Yeah, the helmets were fun. Um, the helmets were not hockey helmets like they were on Becca's season. Mm-hmm. I also liked the training montage that we got at the beginning, specifically because we got to hear Christina talk about how she's been doing CrossFit since she was 11. And Brianna said, quote, I have no athletic skill that I am aware of. I like that she's giving herself benefit of the doubt. She's like, I could, but I haven't found it yet. <laughs> Yeah, like she's so real for being like, I'm not athletic, but also has so much faith in herself for being like, I don't know, maybe I just haven't found my thing. (laughs) Christina doing CrossFit since she was a kid, though, it makes so much sense. Like that completely tracks. I was like, is that even true? Or is she just like being dramatic about it? I don't know. 
I'm guessing she didn't do the full weightlifting stuff, but I'm guessing they have, you know, they have kids gymnastics classes. I Mm -hmm. feel like CrossFit has similar elements of kind of obstacle course type things, you know? I'm just imagining like dropping off like your kid (laughs) instead of going to like dance classes. You're like, oh, I'm just dropping them off for their weekly CrossFit. (laughs) See you in an hour. Like... (laughs) Right, they come back and they're like, I benched 100 pounds. And you're like, you weigh 40. How did you do that? <laughs> it's just like a fun visual to me to imagine like having kids one day and being like, I've got to just drop them off at CrossFit really quick. <laughs> I agree. I hadn't thought about that, but that is a fantastic mental image. Thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. So we get the football date, the names of the teams. The Balzacs was a fantastic name. That was really funny. (laughs) Also, they were the blue team. Like, everything about it was good. Yep, I agree. I agree. And that was the Shall Crushers, right? Mm -hmm. Which, slightly less fun, but also still a good good play. Um, Like you were saying, the jerseys and the helmets, like, all of the names on everything so clearly it was really well done I really appreciated that yeah they... it, this seemed like the most organized batcher bowl we've seen yeah the most intentional like not just like we ran out of date ideas everyone's playing football and I think that having it on a smaller field definitely made more sense when they do this in football stadiums they just it's too big it's too much field they mm-hmm. to play like 90 degrees rotated if they're going to be on a football field so overall just really a very well done bachelor bowl um one team wins and one team loses gabby pees her pants and we move (laughs) on to the after party we get two kind of plot lines in the after party one is bailey starting to look for more validation from zach and the other is christina's whole little shindig which one would you like to discuss first Let's go with Bailey first. I was really surprised with how this all went down. Like, Zach was the one who initiated the kiss right out of the limo. I think she's kind of, she has a point for wanting to know where she stands if she feels like Zach hasn't been paying her much attention. And I was really surprised that he was like, yeah, we've kind of fizzled. Yeah, he was so, like, nonchalant about it. And this was objectively, like, a conversation to be had. And he was just like, yeah, you're right. Which makes it, me feel like he had kind of like already made up his mind about yeah. her leaving at the next like rose ceremony. Right. Yeah. He he did give her a pretty late rose last week. I think she got the second to last rose. Yeah, because that was something you had mentioned last week. Was is he not as into her as we thought? And for for the record, I am not spoiled. I did not know that she was going home this week or anything like that. <laughs> I just thought it was weird because he seemed really into her, and then suddenly he's completely cooled off from her Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like we just didn't see what happened and maybe that is what happened they just didn't get enough time to go deeper than just physical attraction but I feel like he's not at that point with anyone except Christina right at this point like has he really gotten to know anyone past physical attraction at this point No, he literally had a whole night with Katie, and all we know is that she's looking for the simple things in the relationship. And we know that Zach is looking for a best friend, as it was said eight times in this episode. I think eight is literally how many times it was said. Somebody counted, and I think it was eight. I think Game of Roses did like a best friend count. 
take a shot every time you will be blitzed by the end of this episode I did think it was funny that when um as uh Zach and Bailey are talking about how they're fizzling and he's kind of like yeah I agree we've kind of taken a step back um Ariel comes in to interrupt and Bailey is like yes absolutely please please interrupt this conversation because I'm about (laughs) to get sent home (laughs) I was like good read Bailey you played that right (laughs) that was good 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 planning on her part and you totally read this so well the way that his body language and his whole demeanor just completely shifts as soon as he starts talking to Ariel. He's so, so into her. Mm-hmm. An unreal amount of just goo. Yeah. Goo is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> we see a couple of little chit-chat conversations. And then Bailey actually goes up to talk to Zach while he's talking with a producer to kind of figure out what's going on. Uh, They sit down and talk. He basically says, you know, we started off strong, but I've progressed more with other women. I just don't think we can catch up and sends her home. Does this feel really early for that kind of a conversation to you? It does feel early, but again, I don't think we've seen him develop relationships with anyone Mm -hmm. besides Christina and even that. Like, we haven't been learning much about the women or Zach on these dates. Yeah, yeah. And maybe there's more that they're just not showing us, but at the same time, I'm kind of inclined to think that there isn't. I feel like at this point is usually when we start getting to know a little bit more about people. Mm -hmm. So you can start picking your favorites and who you're kind of rooting for. And there's a reason we haven't gotten any information. And I think it's because they didn't have any information either. Right, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I also feel like it is, you've had two one-on-one dates at this point you just need to tell the producers I like Bailey I want to get to know her more and they'll they can squeeze her in on a one-on-one date the next week and you can figure it out from there there's just there Mm -hmm. are so many more opportunities for them to catch up and I feel like it's it's kind of strange that he's just writing them off yeah I don't know if it's just that he had one-on-ones and was like oh like relationships should be moving faster Mm -hmm. And then he's not as into Bailey as he is into like Ariel. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just his chemistry slash electricity isn't there with Bailey mm-hmm. as much as it is with the other women. So he's cutting his losses now rather than yeah. it out. So, also in this after party, we get the whole Christina downward spiral. She keeps on bringing up the fact that she had a one on one date in conversation with the other women um at times it's kind of like she's trying to reassure the other women that there will be lots of opportunities for their relationship with Zach to grow but overall it just comes across as kind of condescending and oblivious Mm -hmm. um were there any comments throughout the night that really stood out to you I mean I think obviously her worst one was after she doesn't get the group date rose mm-hmm. but I genuinely feel like she's just pro- trying to process herself like how she's feeling in the moment so and she's we've said it we said it the past two, few weeks too like she's a weirdo like in a good way yeah so I think she's just doing what weirdos do which is processing and trying to figure out how she feels and what's going on and 
is forgetting to read the room and forgetting how important it is to have people on your side. Yeah, I think she's just kind of an oblivious person. I feel like she often puts her foot in her mouth in the real world outside of this. And you just can't do that on this show, let alone do it six times in the span of one evening, especially after people are calling you out for it. Mm-hmm. I think that Bailey, not Bailey, sorry, uh, Brooklyn handled talking to Christina really well. She did it with a lot of tact the first time and then just ended up getting frustrated because Christina was not hearing the women's concerns and just continuing to to run her mouth about her one-on-one time with Zach. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm a fan of Brooklyn. Me too. I love gal. Yeah, I so... love the rodeo girl. But you know, was I'm also a Christina fan, so that was hard for me to watch. Yeah, your two your two picks, Buttonheads, not mm-hmm. the best episode for Paulina's picks. No, not the best episode for Paulina's picks. <laughs> yeah, I think that the most important thing to note is under no uncertain circumstances can you say something like, I'm confused about why you got the group date, Rose, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. at the end of a group date where you did not get the group date rose like that's something to journal not something to say correct yes definitely not something to say in front of all of the women and we a lot of this kind of downward spiral at the end of the group date after charity gets the rose a lot of it is off face quotes like they'll show the reaction shots of the women with Christina's voice kind of overlaying it. Mm-hmm. But there are a few things where we're not sure if she said that in the moment, but her saying, I'm confused about why you got the rose that we see on yeah. her face. Yeah, that was, it was just rough to see because she was doing so well. Yeah. And like had a really good connection with Zach. Like, I don't think anyone could de- deny that. And I think she was genuinely trying to like be friendly with other people, but like people sign up for the show and like forget that it's going to be hard. Yep. Even though it looks hard every season. So I don't know what's surprising when people right. get there. They're like, oh, this will be different. We'll all be best friends and I'll date the same guy. And yeah, exactly. And lo and behold, it never works out that way. No, never. <laughs> yeah, I think. I have also read on the interwebs, apparently she drank a good deal more than some of the other women. That's kind of the the rumor that's been going around the- Yeah, like the Sun released an article about it. Yeah, the Sun, which is a terrible news organization, but somehow picked up Bachelor drama, surprising. Mm -hmm. I know Christina kind of like countered that and posted a bunch of videos of her being like, I'm not drunk all the time this is just my personality here are a ton of videos of me sober being stupid which I kind of feel like is worse (laughs) like I think it would have been a better alibi for her to be like yeah I was away from my kid for a prolonged period of time of course I was going to drink more I don't get to do that in my regular life I treated it as a mini vacation where I was maybe going to be able to meet my future husband because I know she posted those videos of stuff of her saying that she wasn't drunk all the time before the sun article even came out so damn so I guess they reached out to her for comment maybe she knew it was coming but yeah overall just like really disappointing 
to see Christina kind of spiral this spectacularly so soon after her one-on-one date. Like it was, it was hers to lose. And she, in the words of Caitlin Bristow, after Brit had a full meltdown mm-hmm. on Chris Souls' season, she really blew it. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to comment on during the group date? Anything else noteworthy? Mm-hmm. Do you think the woman should have brought it up to Christina sooner that it was bothering them mm-hmm. how much she was talking about her one-on-one? Or do you think I, they waited appropriate? I like I feel like they waited an appropriate amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to see if she would just like calm down on her own. For sure. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't know how much she had been talking about it in the house that we didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the way the edit was shown, I think they brought it up at the right time. You know, they had enough fodder to be like, hey, this is bothering me because you keep doing it over and over again. Can you cool it? Mm-hmm. Um, and it hadn't gotten to the to such a bad point that they were all starting to spiral. So I think they did it. I think they did it appropriately. And I think it was warranted. I think so, too. So the last date of the week is Allie's one-on-one date with Zach. They are dressed up in a tuxedo and a wedding jumpsuit, like a bridal jumpsuit mm-hmm. thing with a little little train. And they go skydiving, which is pretty cool. I think that's a fun date. I think that's a good one. It definitely worked out better than the last time they did skydiving, which was Rachel Kirkconnell on Matt James's season and she ended up with her face completely bruised the instructor broke his leg just whole mess so this was a much better executed version of that date I'm glad they tried again me too yeah um in the evening portion they kind of also talk about nothing I feel like like we didn't really learn much of anything about Allie during the dinner portion date either right just that she's been in bad relationships before and she's looking for somebody to be her equal kind of mm-hmm. yeah I didn't get a whole lot from her and I feel like she didn't have like a, a story to tell at all mm-hmm. like you, at least with Katie we got like oh I was in this on and off again bad relationship but Zach like tries to get something from Allie and she's like nah I don't know <laughs> right like he even tries to say like oh do you feel like you need you were constantly putting other people before you like you're always kind of Mm -hmm. taking the back seat to everybody and she's kind of like not really like (laughs) he's like trying to set her up who's he's like oh take this and she's like "Mm." no (laughs) yeah very interesting I like I think we talked about this either last season or the season before like I don't necessarily need every single contestant on this show to be like, my dad died, my mom died, my fiance died, I got left mm-hmm. at the altar. Like, we don't need every single person to have had something super traumatic happen to them. Like, I think Susie did a really great job of being like, I don't have some huge tragic backstory that brought me here. Um, but I also would like them to say, something of note about let me let me learn something about you yeah like something that will help me remember you like I like Allie she seems really lovely I like her energy um she's pretty funny too which I really appreciate um but I just I didn't I didn't learn anything do you think Zach is actually into her I think he wants to be Mm -hmm. yeah I think she's got a little bit of like good on paper 
vibes yeah. just like there's nothing wrong with her and he like finds her attractive but I don't think anything from the state made her made him like more excited about her I agree yeah I think that his like his feelings for her stayed steady throughout the date I don't think they increased but I don't think she gave him the ick or anything mm-hmm. I really liked the place that they had their evening date though it was really pretty it was cute I liked the elevator mm-hmm. so, that, didn't Game of Roses say that was the same uh building from Sean Lowe's season yeah they did isn't that weird it is weird do you think the producers knew or do you think there's just a limited number of places they can go in LA I feel like it's probably a mix of both like they definitely knew but they also know that these are places that they like like in LA right like how they always go to that one antique shop usually Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what I was thinking of exactly (laughs) was the antique shop no antique shop though and they're out of LA next week so bummed we didn't get it this season yeah true and then was it Allie that got the concert or Katie that got the concert Allie got the concert from Griffin Palmer Jesse Palmer's cousin ah yes brother Palmer so cousin Palmer cousin Palmer (laughs) was on Songland if you've watched that show I did I have not watched that show that's so interesting uh so it's like songwriters go on the show in front of a couple like big producer people and like a band and then the band will choose one person's song to then like record and Griffin Palmer did win for Florida George Live for that same song Second Guessing and oh, it no was way. like my it was my favorite song that that episode that so is... I was really excited to get to see it you know you know way more of these artists than I do that's awesome though what a cool story mm-hmm. I Instagram DM'd him and said he did great he said thank you Oh, he replied? <laughs> he did reply. Look at you. That's awesome. But yeah, he was he's a sweetheart per right. Songland. It seems like it. He's I like when people make their dreams happen like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was um Jesse Palmer's cousin until he posted about it after the show. Oh, he is actually He is actually Jesse Palmer's cousin. I thought you were joking. No. <laughs> Literally no cousin way. Palmer. Oh my gosh, Cousin Palmer. The Palmer Cinematic Universe expands. Exactly. That's awesome. Very cool. The more we know. I can give you some fun facts every once in a while too. You, you're you always full of fun facts and I <laughs> admire that about you. <laughs> so after we leave Cousin Palmer behind, we see Brother Palmer. He walks into the house and he says, cocktail party's canceled because we're having a pool party. And everybody goes, ah! Um, so they have their little pool party. Everybody looks really cute. Um, the only outfit I really want to talk about, Ariel's boobs. They were just out. I was like, is that the outfit? Just her boobs? <laughs> that is the outfit. Yeah. Just like titties were out, man. Well, and she said that she doesn't think Zach looked at her eyes, but he did not. I watched his face. <laughs> I mean, if you got him, flaunt him, do what you mm-hmm. need to do. More power to you. But I was just like, Wow. Those are boobs. Those are boobs. Um, the main drama of the pool party is Brianna talks to Zach. And at first it sounds like she's just trying to kind of figure out where his head is at. But she actually says, you know, I'm I'm leaving. I don't think we can quite catch up to where we started. 
And I just want you to know before I leave that there is somebody in the house who's making the other women feel uncomfortable, and it is Christina. How do you think she handled this whole trajectory? Brianna is a power player. Yeah. She said, I'm going to raise hell before I leave. Yeah. And to let you know that it's not your decision to send me home. It's mine. Yeah. I honestly, I loved everything about this. Like she wasn't feeling it. She knew she was probably going home. So she was able to go out on her own terms and bring Christina down with her. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, great. Like Christina tried to mess with her. So she's just like, nope, you're done here too. If I'm leaving, so are you. I was like, I, again, don't really feel like Christina messed with no that much really not very much so like brianna is powerful Mm -hmm. and she knew that her words would have an impact because she was choosing to leave anyway it's not like she was saying this and trying to stay exactly these are still my concerns and i'm gone yeah no i agree i think that that was the perfect way to do that like there's no she doesn't gain anything from christina staying or going except now we'll see them both in paradise i'm sure Oh, this is going to be fun. I'm excited <laughs> for them to reunite in paradise. But maybe it'll be like Shanae and just kind of underwhelming. Mm-hmm. We shall see this summer. Um, so after Brianna kind of drops that bomb and pieces out, Zach talks to the women. He starts off by talking to Christina. How do you think she handled that conversation? I don't know how to, you would handle this conversation well. Mm-hmm. I think she handled it the best she kind of could. Right. I don't really know what she could have done, though. I feel like at that point, her her bed was made. Yeah, it's hard to come back from something like that, especially when you can't, like, there's only so much you can do to address those kinds of concerns. I do think it was interesting that he talked to her first and then talked to a bunch of other women who all kind of backed up Brianna. Mm-hmm. like did christina not have one ally in the house or did he just happen to choose the three other girls that were angry from the group date right or maybe he he did talk to more people and we just didn't get to see it but mm-hmm. nevertheless um christina has a multi-scene meltdown we see her crying on the stairs we see her crying to zach um after the pool party is ended by brother palmer we also see we see her ready to go into the rose ceremony crying on the floor in between these two end tables and we see all the women like start walking past her to get Mm -hmm. to the rose ceremony just like an incredible shot i'm so glad that they captured that um the first person just walks right by her and that's like not until the like next couple of people does anybody stop to Mm -hmm. check in on her um, I think that kind of sums up that a lot of the women were were over it. She did have a couple women sit and like console her. Yeah, no, she did. She she gathered a small crowd, a quorum. So she's we know she's got at least two uh, two allies, at least two friends. Yeah. Um. So we get into the rose ceremony. No coordinating dresses, unfortunately, for the people who mm-hmm. are safe. I was really hoping that would be a thing, but it was too. It was cute. It was really cute, and it. it we talked about how it helps like set them apart but anyway katie charity and Allie all have roses this week first rose goes to jess 
there are enough roses for everybody except for one person. Last rose comes down to Mercedes or Christina, and he gives the rose to Mercedes, who we've seen literally nothing about this whole episode. Like, this is literally the first time we've seen her. Mm -hmm. Um, Eliminating Christina, pour one out for our girl who would have gone farther if not for this whole episode. We also see in the rose ceremony, I think it's Genevieve has a sling on that was just never addressed. Yeah, what what happened? Who did it? Like, obviously it happened at Basher Bowl. Right. How are you going to put a girl in a sling and not even give her the group date rose or give her any screen time? Right, like we get the fake out that Anastasia gets really hurt and then literally they come back from commercial and she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, why waste time on that when you had an actual injury that you could have... I have questions. I have questions. I also have many questions. Um, Do you think that Zach made the right decision in eliminating Christina? I feel like Zach was also looking for an out with Christina because he was not ready to be a dad. Like, I think based on the fact that they're the only relationship that has developed anything, he should have kept her, given her a chance to like redeem herself, apologize, do whatever. And he kind of just took the easy way out because he knew that in the end like he couldn't pick her yep I wholeheartedly agree I think that it did not make sense for him to eliminate her now but I think he knew deep down that if she like I think if she weren't a mom he would have kept her around because they have the best chemistry out of anybody there but I agree I think he knows that he's not ready to be a stepdad and this just kind of gave him more fodder to like it it gave him more reasons to send her home Mm -hmm. which he was already looking for I think he was already looking for holes or problems or red flags in the relationship and this was just a convenient one to fall into his lap Mm -hmm. and to have at least a couple women like come forward to him about it and like talk to him made it especially this early in the season right you don't want this drama to like I mean we want the drama to carry through but like right I'm also surprised that the producers let him send her home so early because I feel like the villain edit was really just getting started I think it would have made more sense for her to have to try to like make peace with the women fail and then get sent home next week Mm -hmm. I I thought I thought she for sure would have like another week unless it's that they knew they were doing international travel and they didn't want to deal with that with Christina for some reason. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's such early international travel. And like the Bahamas is a fun place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited for them to hit the beach and keep going from there. I think this is going to be a good travel season. I think so too. I think they're excited to be like post peak pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Filming again. Yeah, they're going to London at some point, which I'm super excited for. I think they haven't been since Emily Maynard's season, maybe. Dang, that's crazy. Right. Who are you hoping that we see more from next week? Um, Everyone, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Uh, like Christina got the most screen time this week and now she's gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably more of Arielle. I'm like interested to get to know more about her other than the fact that she's hot yeah I agree other than that Zach also finds her hot yeah I'd love to learn more about her as well um I think correct me if I'm wrong here but in the preview it kind of looked like Brooklyn gets a one-on-one next week 
I think so. I'm very excited for that because I like Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You ready to get into our picks? Mm-hmm. Who did you have as best dressed this week? I feel like the only outfit that kind of like stuck with me was Davia's uh, rose ceremony outfit. It was like the white high neck with the bit open back. Yeah, that was really pretty. Davia's got was... some good fashion. Mm-hmm. And I saw her, she put on uh, Instagram today or yesterday or something that that was like one of the first dresses she like helped kind of design herself and she wore it in a pageant and she won that pageant and she was really excited about it because she won with like a sleek low bun and she's like yes I did win a southern pageant with my hair like this (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) that's so cool I appreciate I appreciate that you do your research on all of these people (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I to me the best dress I just really liked Katie's night at the museum dress she had like an emerald green little Mm -hmm. dress thing I really liked it that was cute too what about a favorite activity night at the museum for sure like no question I love a natural history museum I think mine would also be night at the museum I thought that was it's just cute and it was the nice middle ground of dates this week too. Like I don't really, I'm not very sporty, so I wouldn't want to play football. I like the idea of skydiving, but don't necessarily want to do it on national TV. And you've already been skydiving. Mm-hmm. So the the allure has worn off for you for sure. <laughs> uh, who made the best use of their time this week? I got to say Brianna for just stirring the pot on her way out. I had the exact same answer. What do you know? (laughs) Yeah, she really just, she knew exactly what she was doing and she played it super well. Mm -hmm. What do you think was our yikes of the week? Cringiest moment? Um, I felt a piece of myself die when Christina is crying to Zach and is like in his armpit going, help me, help me, help me, help me. Like, I, I, I did not enjoy that. How about you? Mine is also Christina crying, but it's with when people are walking past her. It was just so because funny. that hurt my heart a little. I was like, I was like, you already know she's on her way out. Just be nice for a second. Exactly. She hasn't been like outwardly malicious, right? Like the only person who I feel like should have beef with her right now is Charity. Mm-hmm. And even then, she didn't say like, "Charity, you suck. How dare you get this rose?" It was more just like, "I wish I had gotten that." Yeah. Villain forecast, now that our early season villain is gone, who do you think is going to take the mantle? I feel like there's no like clear villain yet, Mm -hmm. but if I had to guess, I would say Brooklyn or Greer. Right. I feel like they are setting somebody up to fall from grace, so we only have a few people we could choose from for that. We just... I also said Greer, I guess, but we haven't seen anything from her since night one. Mm-hmm. So maybe she'll finally start getting some screen time. But like of the people who we've seen a lot from, like, I don't know. I don't know who it could be. Mm-mm. The only reason I said Brooklyn as an option is because she was quick to be vocal with Christina. Yep. We see that it's possible she's getting a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. and she seems to have kind of like a no bullshit attitude so yep that is fun in real life but not always great 
on reality television. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent points across the board. Last but not least, who's your pick to win? I feel like I've just got to stick with my pick from last week. I didn't get any new information to undo it. Yep. So last week, you said Gabby or Ariel last week. Gabby or Ariel last week? Yeah, I stand by. Um, I'm also sticking with my original pick. I still think it's Catherine. I think she gets some one-on-one time next week, but Mm -hmm. I think Ariel's going to be the runner-up. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, Your mom had thoughts this week. Yes, let's see what they were. (laughs) All right, so my mom said, I said, what did you think of this week's Bachelor episode? She said, the dates were okay. Like the museum date was done at night just to create drama in the house. Christina got too sure of being safe and got arrogant. She put a bullseye on her back, but he got played and manipulated into sending her home. I was so happy when crying pity party attention seeker girl left. (laughs) I couldn't stand her blaming everything for her insecurities. Was this uh, Brianna? Yeah, Brianna. (laughs) <laughs> but I really liked her, her dad, crying pity party attention seeker girl. A perfect nickname. Um, yeah, once again, we're in agreement with your mom. Mm-hmm. Excellent thoughts as always. Well, this has been great. I, I'm really enjoying this season. Like I know that they they said they were getting back to basics and um, you know, they were really taking into account what the the fans were saying they liked and didn't like about the bubble seasons but so far like I'm I'm pleasantly surprised you know I think this is a good season I think we're in for a a good time Mm -hmm. and that international travel is going to be exciting to see Mm -hmm. I agree I think Zach's doing a good job of like trying to find the balance of like building his own connections but also listening to the women in the house He's also doing a good job of being direct, but not mean when sending people home. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like even though it was surprising that he sent Bailey home, I feel like the way that he explained his decision was pretty mature and he clearly put some thought into it. So I enjoyed seeing that. He definitely seems very thoughtful and very intentional about this process, which is refreshing to see we've seen a lot of impulsive bachelors so uh you mean like the the group breakup and group makeup <laughs> yes <laughs> just like that i will say i i read it must have been somebody on reddit wrote that it feels like the casting team looks for men who are lost and then casts them and takes advantage of them while they're on the show, either as a contestant or as the lead. And it was just so clear that Clayton was very lost and listening to people who didn't have his best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think what he did was still really messed up. And, you know, you're in control of your actions. But I have a lot more grace for him now that he's come out the other side and is able to reflect on everything that happened. Yeah, I think he he definitely made some big mistakes but he's he's owned up to it a lot yeah um if anybody's looking for a supplemental podcast to our podcast um courtney robertson who was one of the three uh bad bitch yes bad bitch energy co-hosts last week has a new podcast out through the game of roses network and she interviewed clayton this week it was a really good interview highly recommend it Mm -hmm. I, i did really like it i've listened to it on the way back from work yesterday Oh, look at you go. <laughs> uh, 
I think that's it for our episode though. Uh, Paulina, so. any, any last thoughts? No, I'm excited to keep watching. Me too. Like I'm really, I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you'd like to leave us some feedback, you, you know where to go. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week.